This is Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby and the Retirement News Network's Jen Rizak. Pat is the founder of Preservation Specialists and has been providing personalized service and retirement planning for over 19 years. His work has been featured in USA Today, Investors Business Daily, and on WIS NBC TV News. This is Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby on the Retirement News Network. Hi there. Thanks for joining us today. I'm Jen Rizak here today with Pat Struby. Pat, of course, is the founder of Preservation Specialists, and we have a great show lined up today. Before we get into our topic, I do want to share the phone number with you because if you hear something that you want to get some answers on, the way you can reach Pat and the team at Preservation Specialists is by calling 803-454-9045. That number one more time is 803-454-9045. And Pat, I want to take a moment to welcome you to the studio. How are you doing? I'm doing really well, Jen. How are you? You know, I'm doing well myself. Thank you very much. And we were chatting a little bit offline before we got started here about how we have a little bit of a different topic today. I think it'll be a good one because we're going to be focusing in some areas that we don't tend to spend a whole lot of time on on this show, or maybe they're kind of a buried in the third or fourth segment kind of topic. But uh, we're going to really get into this today, right? Yeah, it's exactly why I'm excited, Jen. I think we always try and cover good information. And uh, I think this is really valuable information that we just often run out of time to talk about. So I think it'd be great to really focus on today. That's right. And we're going to be talking about wills, estate plan, legacy plan, lots of different types of documents that you want to make sure that you have current, up to date, have those things in place. And and as we start this off, Pat, one of the things we talk about sometimes on this show is just the fact that people sometimes procrastinate or, or maybe they just get overwhelmed. I think there was a, a British psychologist who actually researched this and he noted that the pace of life has increased 10% worldwide since the mid-90s, some places experiencing an uptick of 20 to 30%. So pace of life is just speeding up, speeding up. We get overwhelmed. We have a million to-do lists. I mean, we have honey-do lists. I'm sure you get those from time to time there, Pat, on you know, a text message or an email or reminding you of something to get done. And there are things we know we need to take care of and things that need to be a priority. And a lot of them are directly tied to our finances and our financial future. But it's kind of tough. I mean, we just get overwhelmed, right? We do. Uh, And I have to say, Jen, it reminds me of my brother-in-law was uh, our pastor for many years. He just took Mm -hmm. a call uh, down to Florida. And uh, one of the Bible studies he led was he called it crazy busy. Uh, And it was all about how you know, it's, oh, how are you doing? Oh, I'm crazy busy, you know? And uh, so <laughs> right. anytime my wife and I are, are talking about how busy our lives are, we start laughing. So, oh, we're crazy busy. Crazy busy. <laughs> I mean, that's how we feel, right? Yeah. Uh, you know, we got two little kids, so uh, we feel like that all the time. And uh, everyone has reasons for work, family, uh, all kinds of things going on, and they feel so crazy busy. And that's, you know, what we want to talk about today. It ties in perfectly with procrastination because one of those things we all know is really important is having your will and your estate, you know, up to date Mm -hmm. and legally sound, but it's just not, you know, it's not something we think about or talk about or want to deal with all the time, but it's really about making choices as to how your estate, which we would, you know, essentially that's your, all of your assets, the stuff uh, that has value that you've accumulated and built up over the years, how that is distributed uh, when you pass away. So this is obviously not a light topic. uh, So it's no wonder that they say anywhere from 30 to 60% of American adults, depending on the survey, have not put their choices in writing. So they do not have a legal will. So Mm. what happens to people who don't have a will? Well, let's just say that with a will, there's a way, a way to determine exactly how the assets you worked so hard to accumulate are handled when you die. Without one, those decisions can land in the hands of the court and people who may or may not have your best interests in mind. So uh, it's not a pleasant subject, of course, but it's really important uh, if you have any interest in leaving a legacy to your loved ones and sparing them some major headaches. So today, we're going to talk all about wills and try to give you as much information about this often overlooked topic of retirement planning, what having this legal document means, what to put into it, when to update it and more. We're going to cover it all today. And I want to go back to that number you shared a few moments ago, Pat. I mean, 30 to 60 percent of American adults don't have a will. And as you said, it's not a very fun thing to do. It is kind of a dark topic for a lot of us. But drawing up a will is is really a, a pretty straightforward exercise for most people. That's my understanding anyway. So why do you think so many people aren't doing this? Well, Jen, I, a couple of thoughts come to mind. 
when we have a, a first meeting with somebody, what we really want to find out is where are you at today and what are you looking to accomplish? What do you want your retirement to look like? What are your dreams and your goals? Uh, but part of that is where you're at today. So we need to find out kind of where you stand financially. And we always talk about there being five areas of your retirement planning. There's creating an income plan. There's having your investments, tax plan, how do we keep your taxes low? And then kind of a healthcare insurance plan as part of it. And then mm -hmm. this is the fifth area, the estate plan. So we're going to, uh, we always want to know where you stand today in all of those areas. So one of the questions I've asked hundreds of people over the last 20 years is, do you have a will and is it up to date? And uh, often I'll either get no or I'll get a laugh and they'll say, yes, we have a will. It's 30 years old <laughs> and we know, we know we need to update right. it, right? Because it was before we even had kids or, you know, they're grown adults now and those kinds of things. So why is that? Uh, and I think there's some pretty straightforward answers. So maybe the most obvious is you're talking about when you die. And so that's just not you know, fun to think yeah, about right. for most of us, certainly. Secondly, I would say the second thing to me would be there's potentially some difficult decisions to make. You're making some decisions of how, uh, first of all, you're going to divvy things up. So for some people, you know, if they have children and they're going to split it equally, then that's that's more simple. But that's not always that simple. And then the second thing is sometimes people feel like they're picking favorites. Who's going to be the executor? Who's going to be the cover healthcare decisions mm -hmm. and things like that? Right. And those are not only uh, sometimes difficult decisions, but they're very serious. Uh, so it's very easy to procrastinate. And, you know, I always say, Jen, that we... I do, you know, we, we eat our own cooking at Preservation Specialists. So I invest my money in the same things my clients invest in. We, I do the same type of retirement planning. Uh, and I will shamefully admit that my wife and I have all our legal affairs in order right now, but it took us longer than it should have. Yeah. Uh, so uh, it's, it's, it happens to all of us. So we just want to make sure we're helping people kind of take those steps in the right direction. We're talking today with Pat Struby. He is the founder of Preservation Specialists. And if you do have questions about some of the things that we are getting into on the show today, here's the way you can reach Pat and the team at Preservation Specialists, 803-454-9045. That's the number you want to call today with your questions. It's 803-454-9045. And Pat, sometimes people do have some reasons for why they're kind of putting this off. They don't want to mess with it. They assume that their family and friends know what they want, or maybe they just think, I don't have all that much stuff anyway. What difference does it make? What do you tell people who have that type of attitude? How do you convince them that despite these reasons, they still need these documents in place? Well, that part's easy, Jed. I, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> it's very rare if I meet someone who says, oh, I don't need one. The most common answer I get is, I don't have one. Oh, I really need to do that. So it's I, I kind of joke and I say, well, if you're getting serious about having a retirement plan, then that's my job. I'm not a lawyer. I'm not going to create a will for you. But what I can do is I can be that gentle nudge to help push yeah. you along. And one of the things that we tell people is, hey, let's talk about, first of all, there's two options that you have and just make that decision first. Uh, you can use uh, some type of online resource like LegalZoom where you can get comprehensive legal documents for under $100. Uh, it just needs to be filled out correctly. And you know you have to follow the procedures. Or you can go the path of uh, finding a good estate attorney, and we can help you do that, um, who can really help guide you. Either one is going to be legal. Uh, the difference is which path that you'd prefer to go. One of them, you're going to get uh, more advice, and you're going to pay for that. The other one's going to be more inexpensive, and you do it yourself. So to me, that's kind of a great starting point for people, I think, is just making sure they realize there's a path you know, there's kind of a fork in the road. If you get them going down one area, you get kind of one one uh, one of those roads, then they at least know where right. they're headed. Well, you know, and Pat, when you point out that sometimes what you do in your role is just kind of nudge folks toward getting some of these things done, that just kind of leads me into this whole teamwork concept here. And, and just the fact that there are so many different types of financial professionals, and you really just need someone kind of helping coordinate a lot of this, because there's a lot of different pieces to the retirement plan, and that's what you do. It's not necessarily that you focus in one particular area of financial planning. What you're helping is, is make sure all these pieces are working together correctly, right? That's exactly right. And, and, you know, we started the show talking about, Jen, just how busy we've gotten mm -hmm. and uh, how they've done studies and found out we are getting busier. Life is getting faster and faster. Well, think of on top of that, how complex our financial lives are. For most people, there's those three big areas. You have all of your finances, which includes your investments and how you're going to receive income in retirement. 
you have your taxes and we have to do that every year. And then you have all your legal documents. So you could have, and this is very individualized to our clients. You could have us kind of as the coach overseeing everything, all the finances, and then working with an attorney on the legal and a CPA on the accounting. But we also have clients that like to be more involved. So we're kind of still the overarching coach, but they're doing their own taxes and they're getting they're doing their own uh, estate documents. So there's all kinds of variations of what we see, but you're exactly right. Uh, having a retirement planning team can be invaluable because we can help guide and also make sure all those things are working together. And that's what we always talk about, Jen, is that it's not about having an annuity that pays an income or social security uh, starting time or anything. It's about having a plan that brings all of this together. And we call that your purpose-driven retirement plan because it's all about finding out what your goals are and then setting up the plan to make sure that the purpose that's important to you works out. So this is a no-cost, no-obligation review of your retirement plan. It's limited for the first 10 callers in the show today. So call now at 803-454-9045 if your nest egg is at least $250,000 that you've saved for retirement. That's 803-454-9045. And if you already have a plan, it never hurts to get a second opinion. Call now at 803-454-9045. So what happens if your estate isn't properly set up for the next generation? Some of you might be concerned about that. You want to stick around because Pat's going to talk about undesignated beneficiaries, probate, steps you can take to avoid these things. That's all coming up next. We'll be right back. This is Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby on the Retirement News Network. You wouldn't buy a house without looking inside right? Shouldn't you be just as diligent when choosing a financial advisor? Hi, it's Glenn Beck. Just as a house is more than four walls, a financial advisor is more than a nice office. What exactly is their background? Do they work in your best interest as a fiduciary? What is their financial specialty? You want to know all of these things and more because chances are over your lifetime, you're going to trust that individual with far more than the value of your home. Knowledge and experience count. They're everything in retirement income planning. That's why in Columbia, the only financial professional that I will talk about is Pat Struby and the team at Preservation Specialists. You can grab Pat and the team at 803-454-9045. Don't be cavalier with your financial assets. 803-454-9045. Pat Struby and the team at Preservation Specialists. 803-454-9045. This is Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby on the Retirement News Network. Welcome back. Thanks again for joining us today. I'm your host, Jen Rizak, with the Retirement News Network. Pleased to be here today with Pat Struby. Pat has nearly 20 years' experience in the investment and finance industry. He is the founder of Preservation Specialists, and he is the author of the book, Save Your Retirement. Glad to have him here today as we talk about the importance of having your will and having your estate in order. This is one of those topics that we touch on a lot during the show, but we don't typically spend the whole hour focusing on it and all the important components here. So glad to be kind of shifting gears this week and and taking on this topic today. If you have questions for Pat as we get back into this, the number you can call to reach Pat and the team at Preservation Specialists is 803-454-9045. Once again, that number is 803-454-9045. And Pat, we were talking about in the first segment just how crazy busy so many of us are these days and how we put off some of these decisions, things like getting a will in place, getting our estate in order. And there are some very compelling reasons to stop procrastinating and to get it done. But if the worst happens, Pat, despite your best arguments, someone that you have been working with or trying to work with dies without a will, what happens then? Yeah. So, uh, you know, maybe the most important thing, Jen, about a will is that it lets you choose, you know, who is going to be in control and who receives what. Uh, So without a valid will, it's actually the state you live in that decides uh, what happens with your estate. Hmm. So the details of that can be pretty complex, uh, but basically they're going to select, uh, the probate court is going to select an administrator for the will. And that could be a close family member, or it could be a friend, or it could be just a professional that you work with. Uh, So they're going to decide that. And then they're going to go through the heirs, uh, basically in relation to you. So if you have a spouse, uh, children's, 
children, grandchildren, parents, uh, those types of things. And then how those assets are divided is actually going to be uh, based on state guidelines. Hmm. Um, so that's another piece of it as well. Of course, this can be a very lengthy and complex process. And, and I'll tell you, I was college age, uh, I think, when my grandparents passed away. Uh, and they were my whole family. Both sides were farmers, uh, family farms, southern Indiana and no legal documents amongst any of them. And that just can be messy for the family, you know, yeah. uh, not only allowing the probate court to make decisions, but also just not being clear to your family what you wanted or having a conversation with one person that is different than someone else. It can really cause family, family difficulties. Well, it sounds like you really have little to no control or no choice without a will, right? That's exactly right. Uh, now, of course, you, you'd be gone at that well, point. <laughs> fair enough. All <laughs> but, right. <laughs> yeah. But that's not the, the idea isn't, you know, to, you know, some people joke about controlling from the grave. Well, that's not for most people. That's not the point. The point yeah. is whatever is left when you're gone. Uh, and for most people, that's something because you don't know how long you're going to live. So you need to, you know, be saving resources. There's usually something left and uh, you worked hard for it. Uh, the last thing we want that to do is to be eaten away by taxes and probate court costs and legal fees and things like that. So that's where we really want to help people make sure they're maintaining control and making sure those assets and monies go to who they want them to go to. And again, Pat, let's just be real clear here. You are not an attorney, but the estate plan, this is part of what you look at as part of your purpose-driven retirement plan, right? That's exactly right. So there's five areas and we like to call it comprehensive retirement planning. For most people, the biggest pieces are that investment plan, which is going to help generate your income, your income plan. Uh, and what ties in perfectly with that is your tax plan, of course. And then uh, you also, we want to make sure your health care and your insurance is in order. Uh, and then the last piece, when we pass away, then making sure the estate plan is set up properly. So all of those things really tie in together because, of course, what we're about to start talking about, Jen, will be beneficiaries and things like that. So mm -hmm. that's where the estate plan kind of ties in with your investments. So it's all important. And so we love being comprehensive and doing those things. A lot of financial firms just focus on investments. We want to be comprehensive and help you in all those areas. So that purpose-driven retirement plan uh, is a no cost, no obligation. Uh, so just give us a call at 803-454-9045. If you've saved at least $250,000 for retirement, be one of the first 10 callers at 803-454-9045. That's 803-454-9045. We are speaking today with Pat Struby. Pat is the founder of Preservation Specialists. I'm Jen Rizak with the Retirement News Network alongside in the studio today. Now, you've seen Pat in the local media. You have read his articles in USA Today and Investors Business Daily. And today he's here with me talking about the importance of having a will. And when it comes to the will, that's kind of the who gets what part, or that's at least what we all think of when it comes to the will. So, Pat, when we, you mentioned beneficiaries a moment ago, is the will, is that separate from when you select a beneficiary on something like your retirement accounts? Yeah, that's exactly right, Jen. It is uh, very separate. And let's let's touch on that quickly, just uh, to make sure you know we all understand. A beneficiary basically is the person that you have designated to receive the proceeds of some type of asset. So it's usually, like you said, a retirement account, 401k, IRA, uh, some uh, investment accounts, bank accounts. You can have a type of beneficiary there or life insurance policies are probably the most common. And you can name a primary beneficiary, which as the name sounds, would go that money would go to them first or a secondary beneficiary uh, in case, let's say you're married, you have your spouse as your primary beneficiary and you both pass away at the same time. Uh, we'd love for you to have at least two or even three levels of beneficiaries on your accounts to make sure uh, that we always have someone named. And so can you talk about, I mean, again, why it's so important to designate a beneficiary? I mean, the will isn't going to cover that part of it at all? Well, so uh, let's go through, you know, th this can get kind of dry when we're kind of talking about these legal terms. That's all right. I asked the question. <laughs> well, well I'll, try, I'll try and spruce this up a little bit. So I'll, I'll give you a, why is it important to name a beneficiary? Here's an amazing story. There was actually a case that went to the Supreme Court. And what happened was a gentleman uh, was married and divorced, and then he remarried, uh, okay. but he never changed his IRA beneficiary. So when he passed away, it was named to go to his ex-wife. Ooh. Okay. With me so far? Yeah not, yeah, not good, right? Not good, right. Well, he, what he had done properly is he had updated his will, and his will now said everything would go to his wife. So the case went to the Supreme Court because that's kind of confusing, right? Mm -hmm. The Supreme Court said that even though they understood his desire was for the money to go to his wife, the beneficiary between him and his IRA company is a legal contract, and it cannot oh, be broken. Wow. 
So we just finished talking about how important your will is, right? But your beneficiaries yeah, may be equally that's or more a big deal. important. Okay. Uh, so we need to make sure that your beneficiaries are listed properly on all your accounts. We want to make sure you're reviewing that periodically. Uh, and that's another one of those things. You do it. Sometimes you set up an account when you're in your 20s and 30s and you forget all about it. Uh, we've had clients, we've re reviewed their beneficiaries and they're stunned to find out they maybe had named their parents on it decades oh, ago. Oh, gosh. And they, they, yeah. they never changed it. So yeah. it's really um, a valuable topic to make sure uh, it's one of the values I think we bring is is kind of that more comprehensive view, making sure we're looking at those types of things. Well, do you have any guidelines, just kind of basic guidelines to follow for when you do need to go back and review those beneficiaries and when it's time to, to make some updates, make some changes? Yeah, I think, um, you know, the first one that's obvious to me is when you are establishing your retirement plan with someone like us, or changing it or updating it, you know, switching planners or something. So that's something we always encourage all of our uh, new clients to make sure we do an update because just like we talked about, sometimes the will's 30 years old. Right. Uh, well, we're not lawyers, uh, so we're not going to do the will, but we're going to kind of nudge you along to get that done. So the same thing goes with beneficiaries. Hey, let's update those and make sure those are in order. The other times would be maybe you have a major life event. Maybe it's a birth of a child or a grandchild, a marriage, uh, certainly a divorce, or if there's a, a, a death in the family, uh, those would be important times. And then anytime you're maybe rolling over, you know, one of your major accounts, like a 401k and IRA, mm -hmm. I think those would probably be the most common Big ones. Uh, okay. timeframes that I would, I would suggest. All right. And, and one more question here, Pat, before we need to get to our next break here. What happens to those retirement accounts or those contracts that don't have a beneficiary name? What happens to those after you die? Well, first, Jen, we don't ever want that to happen. Right, 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 <laughs> we, right, right. I have to ask the question, that. though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. So we don't want to have no beneficiary, and we certainly don't want to have the wrong beneficiary like an ex-spouse. Those are probably not good planning. And I'll have you know someone every few years, uh, I'll ask who they want to be the beneficiary, and they'll say, oh, just put it to my estate. And then we have to go have this conversation. I say, please, please, please let me name somebody because <laughs> yeah. I don't want that to happen. So if you don't have a beneficiary or if all of your beneficiaries have passed away, then it's going to fall back to those state rules again. So they're going to go to your heirs and determine whether you had a surviving spouse, for example, whether you had children, all those types of things. One of the most important things is under current tax law is if you have a retirement account or anything where there's taxes due, like an IRA or 401k, if it passes through the estate or you name your estate, that has to be cashed out uh, in lump sum and taxes have to be paid on it. So if you've done a good job of saving and you have hundreds of thousands of dollars in that account, that could be a massive amount of income taxes. Whereas, uh, Jen, you know, we've talked a little bit in the past about this idea of stretching out the taxes on those accounts, right? So we'll call that a stretch IRA. Mm -hmm. uh, if you name a spouse or a child or a grandchild, they can now inherit that account and stretch out the taxes over many decades, which is a massive tax savings. So this is a big, big reason why uh, we, we're going to beg people, please have a beneficiary on those accounts because it can mean a massive tax savings. And, and that's a great example, Jen, of how some of these things fall, really kind of blend together these five areas we talk about. You know, we're, we're talking about beneficiaries on your retirement accounts right now. So your IRA or 401k, so we're talking about your investments. Uh, but then also we're kind of tying it in with your estate plan. Who do you want that to go to if something happens to you? And then finally, it ties in with your tax plan. Uh, the last thing you want to do is have that go lump sum to somebody and they have to pay 30 or 40 or 45% in income taxes and lose all that money that you worked so hard for. So part of the purpose-driven retirement plan is to tie all those things together, help you make sure those are in order so you don't have to worry about it. So if you've saved at least $250,000 for retirement, call 803 454-9045 to get that plan. That's 803-454-9045. Call us now at 803-454-9045. Do you know, as we head to this break here, do you know how to avoid the sticky situation of probate court and other estate planning errors that can endanger your legacy? That's what we'll get into in just a moment. Pat will tackle the basics of trusts and avoiding probate. That's coming up next. This is Save Your Retirement. We'll be right back. This is Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby on the Retirement News Network. Now back to Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby on the Retirement News Network. 
Welcome back. Thanks for tuning in today to Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. I am your host, Jen Rezac, here with Pat. He is the founder of Preservation Specialists. Pat's also the author of the best-selling book, Save Your Retirement, same name as the show. If you want to find out a little bit more about Pat, the team he has at Preservation Specialists, check out the website. It's retirewithpat.com. Pretty easy to remember, retirewithpat.com. What we're talking about on the show today, if you're just joining us, is the importance of having a will and keeping your beneficiary designations up to date. And as we have this conversation, Pat, about these beneficiary, naming your beneficiaries, would you say there are some common errors or maybe missteps you want to be aware of when you are naming beneficiaries? Yeah, you know, Jen, there's a lot of them. And uh, I'm just going to be completely direct about this. I feel like there are a lot of fabulous financial advisors uh, in America, mm-hmm. uh, but there are also a lot of people that are just trying to get your money uh, to invest it and collect fees off of it. Sure. And so sometimes beneficiaries are an afterthought uh, because what people want to do is they want to get your money, they want to invest it, and certainly they want it to grow for you, but they also want to generate generate fees or commissions off of it. So sometimes beneficiaries are the last thing they're thinking about. So we see a lot of mistakes. And I would argue some of them are probably out of laziness because uh, they don't. it's not a concern to that per- particular person. And sometimes it's just out of ignorance because they just don't, they're not someone that is really a student of the game of financial planning. They're just you know someone that has an investment license. So hmm. uh, having said that, we see a lot of mistakes. Um, the first one would be, the most obvious one would be uh, most financial accounts will allow you to have a beneficiary on there. And what we didn't get to yet on the show that's so important is you have a financial account with a beneficiary on it named, and then that's going to then avoid probate. So it's a huge deal. You know, we talked about the estate going through what the state rules are. By having a beneficiary, it's going to bypass all of that. And that means the money's definitely going to go to the person you named. So that's really, really important. Mm-hmm. So if you have a financial account that could have a beneficiary and you don't have one, that's the biggest mistake of all, right? And a great example of that is our bank accounts. You know, many, many moons ago uh, in a galaxy far, far away, I used to uh, help run a bank investment department and we'd see all kinds of bank accounts that didn't have beneficiaries. So and it's just because the person who's setting it up, it's not what they're thinking about probably. So that's number one. Number two, if you're married, the most common beneficiary would be your spouse. But we always urge you to have secondary or contingent beneficiaries because if your spouse dies prior to you or if you die at the same time, mm-hmm. and you don't have anyone else left, then it's just like you had no beneficiary, right? Okay. So that's a huge problem for control. It's a huge problem for tax planning and, and benefits. Uh, the last thing I would say is they say that sometimes disclaiming an inheritance might make sense for certain circumstances. We don't run into that very often, but sometimes a, a primary beneficiary can actually disclaim a benefit and actually allow it to go down to the secondary. So by naming uh, multiple beneficiaries, you know, primary, secondary, there's you can even do a third level of beneficiaries, uh, which if we have clients that have grandkids, well, sometimes they'll do that. They'll name their spouse as primary, kids as secondary, grandkids as third level. It gives that more flexibility and control and choice to your family when when uh, you do pass away. And when you talk about some of those different levels or tiers or however you want to say it, I mean, your spouse, then the next generation, then even the, the generation after that, how important is it to be very specific when designating or naming your beneficiaries and, and put people in there by name, not just children or grandchildren or, or something more general like that? Yeah, I, I have to admit, Jen, you know, there's, there's that side of all of us that just wants things to be quick and simple, yeah, right? Yeah, just Especially give like it to the kids, whatever. We've been joking about we're so crazy busy. <laughs> so <laughs> right. uh, if someone has three children and you just put, you know, all children split equally, you know, that's there's logic to that. But the problem with that is it's just better to have specific names. And that, that would be, you know, there's so many reasons for that, whether, you know, a stepchild is considered a child, you know, the different variations of families, what who is deemed something, uh, there's a risk of anything that's more vague. There's a risk of, you know, a long lost child, uh, for example, that's not supposed to be in the will could come back and claim part of it. So by listing specific names, that would ensure that that portion is going to go to that person. So that's that's exactly what we're trying to accomplish at any time. And then the next thing we want to do is we just want to be very clear about what happens going from one level to the other. So if the primary beneficiary, let's say it's the spouse, if they pass away, we want to be very clear about then what's going to happen uh, with those next beneficiaries. And so this sounds like a whole lot of trouble, but really... You know, if you have a good planner who's helping you do this, it's really just a discussion of a few different things. And then Mm -hmm. we can make sure we get it set up exactly the way you want it. And hopefully, you know, we've got, we've got, Jen, one of the things I wanted to mention today is we've got clients that say, 
you know what, my kids can have whatever's left over, but I have no, I don't care if there's anything at all. Right. right? They just, you know, if they've got their education or yeah, whatever. Yeah, they've already I paid for wanna, college. It's like, come on. Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> so I just want to enjoy my retirement. So maybe, maybe there won't be a big pile of money there, but we don't know. Yeah. And so the nice thing I always say is we'll spend a few extra minutes on this. And then, you know, when your head hits the pillow at the end of the night, it's the last thing you have to think about. You know, it's taken care of if something were to happen to you. And one more question on beneficiaries, Pat, especially when you're talking about leaving things maybe to the grandkids, you know, another generation. Don't you need to also let someone know if they are a beneficiary? I mean, what is that notification process for when you do pass? I mean, if I don't know I'm a beneficiary, is someone going to tell me that I'm a beneficiary? <laughs> yeah, that's a great question. Uh, yeah, that's that's basically what happens is in a perfect world, we would love for all of our clients to be comfortable talking about their finances with their family and telling them that they're a beneficiary. Right. But a lot of people, that's not really how it works. I would have to chuckle thinking about my my grandparents who were born and raised and lived on farms their whole lives. Um, you know, they, they weren't talking about their bank accounts and things like that. So, <laughs> right. So, yeah, I mean, you know, our practice works with people planning for retirement in retirement, and we love doing that. The one downside of that side of what we do is that we, we have clients that pass away, right? We had a couple of clients pass away this past year that were well far into retirement. So how does that work? We also have clients that are entering retirement, maybe their parents pass away and those types of things. So sometimes uh, it comes from the, the, our clients, someone in the client's family notifying us because they have our information, which mm-hmm. is what we always encourage them to do. And sometimes you might actually be uh, contacted by the investment company themselves. So uh, what we do as planners is we tell people, make sure your family has our contact information um, so that we can be of help. And then we will contact the investment firm and then they reach out directly to all the beneficiaries. So you may already know you're a beneficiary, you may not. But that's, you know, they talk about money being lost sometimes. And we want to make sure, obviously, that never happens. So it's just another benefit of having a planner, uh, helping make sure everything goes to the right people and also that nothing gets kind of slips through the cracks. And, I, and again, you know, we're really focused on the estate plan today, but that's kind of comes after what we really want to do, Jen, which is we want to help people live the lifestyle they desire and what they dream to have in retirement. And that takes planning. And, you know, there's a lot of pieces that the investment plan and the income plan. And then the last piece is this estate plan, making sure all of that ties together. So uh, what we offer is a purpose-driven retirement plan that comes directly from one of our uh, financial retirement planners, someone who is looking at what you want to accomplish and provide a fresh perspective on your retirement income picture. But it's only available for the first 10 callers. So if you've saved at least $250,000 for retirement, call 803 454 9045. Now to get your customized plan. That's 803-454-9045. It never hurts to get a second opinion on your retirement plan. And if you don't have one yet, it's not too late to get started. Call now at 803-454-9045. You're listening to Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. Pat is the founder of Preservation Specialists. I'm Jen Rizak alongside in the studio today. We are talking about wills. We are talking about estate plans on the show today. And Pat, sometimes you hear the phrase probate asset and non-probate asset. Are they all non-probate if you have a will? Well, unfortunately, they're not. Uh, now, okay. uh, obviously, what we have to say over and over in the show, uh, we're not lawyers, right? Right. <laughs> but based on our knowledge of the legal system, uh, if you have a properly named beneficiary on an account, that can be transferred uh, with no probate. Uh, but if there are no named beneficiaries, that account then does go through probate and follows the will's guidelines. So okay. uh, that's a very common misconception that if you have a properly named beneficiary, you can bypass probate. The will will direct where it goes and how it goes, but that the will itself actually has to go through the probate process. Okay, so a will doesn't keep you out of probate court. That's exactly right. And and one of the, you know, the expressions that I've heard before is to think of the name, a will means you will go through probate. Ah. <laughs> uh, so, it's, so, it's, so it's kind of helping with, with the direction. Uh, and then, of course, you know, the reason, you know, you might laugh there, Jen, a lot of people will say, well, why am I doing it then? Right. right? Uh, so it's just providing those instructions so that you're saying who you want to be the executor, who do you want to be handling things, and then who do you want to get the items that are as part of your estate. In a perfect situation, we can name beneficiaries of most of your uh, accounts and assets. But, you know, it depends on the types of things you own. A great example is real estate. To my knowledge, there's no way to put a beneficiary on real estate. So that means we want to have some type of legal document like a will or a trust uh, that's going to specify what you want to happen when you're gone. So let me ask you this. We've talked a little bit about wills. We've got into beneficiary designations. 
A living trust. What can a living trust allow you to do? Can you give me some insight there? Yeah, definitely, Jen. And again, uh, you know, we're financial planners, retirement planners. We're not attorneys, but we work with attorneys. We work in this world a lot. So yeah. uh, with that caveat, uh, I'll go ahead and dive in with, based on what I know. So one of the exciting things about a living trust is it is designed, uh, if handled properly, to avoid probate when you pass away. Uh, it prevents the court from controlling assets. And the goal really is to bring all your assets together under one plan. And then finally, it allows for privacy because the, the probate process uh, can be public. And the main reason this all works is that when you uh, have a will, you still own all your assets. So when you pass away, they're part of your probate estate. When you own a trust, you're actually naming yourself as the owner and controller of the trust, but you're naming the trust as the owner of your assets. So that way, when you pass away, you don't have that stuff anymore, right? I always joke, it's just kind of like a shell game for retire for estate planning, <laughs> you know? My wife and I, as an example, we decided to go ahead and set up trusts. Uh, so we had our home, we owned in our names. And then when we set up our trust, now uh, the trust owns the house and we own and we control the trust. But if we were to pass away today, we don't own that house, right? Uh, mm -hmm. Pat Struby doesn't own that house. So that's just an example of how a trust works. Uh, I think it's kind of a good way to just kind of give a quick overview of kind of some of the some of the benefits and reasons some people like to use trusts. And can a trust then be a beneficiary? It can. And uh, that's where, uh, again, this can be more complicated. That's where we often bring estate planning attorneys in uh, because there are some things, for example, life insurance policies where naming your trust as beneficiary could be great because if you pass away, you name your trust as beneficiary and the trust has very clear directions on who gets what and when, and it's allowing it all of that to avoid probate. Whereas uh, with a retirement account, different attorneys have different opinions about whether it should be a trust as beneficiary or whether you're better off naming individual persons uh, for the for tax reasons. You know, we talked earlier about the whole idea of stretching out taxes and the benefits of that. So if you many of our clients save the bulk of their nest egg in their 401k or IRA. So you might, you know, accumulate hundreds of thousands or even a million dollars in IRAs and 401ks, right? So you want to be very sure that you're leaving the proper beneficiaries to those IRAs. So we want to make sure you're getting good guidance uh, and make good choices as to whether that's a trust named as beneficiary or whether it's individual people, spouse. Um, children, grandchildren, and things like that. And so hopefully this show kind of brings to mind, Jen, the idea that uh, if you're nearing retirement or in retirement, um, things can be very complicated. There's all kinds of different landmines uh, that can get in your way, uh, whether it's the ones we think about more often, probably like the stock market crashing or interest rate swings or things like that, or the things like this with the estate uh, planning and making sure that you have those in order. So uh, for the first 10 callers, we'll offer a no cost, no obligation, professional review of your retirement financial picture. We'll look at your entire picture, including your nest egg, your portfolio risk, uh, making sure your savings are properly diversified, still having an opportunity for growth and helping you minimize your fees, uh, making sure you're maximizing your social security benefits and searching for ways to save and avoid debt. Uh, this is a no cost, no obligation review. It's limited for the first 10 callers on the show today. So call now at 803-454-9045 if you've saved at least $250,000 for retirement. That's 803-454-9045. If you already have a retirement plan, it never hurts to get a second opinion. Call now at 803-454-9045. We're talking today with Pat Struby about how important it is to have a will and have your estate in order. A will, though, is really only one of several documents that can help you protect the health and the wealth of yourself and your loved ones, even when you can no longer make some of those big financial decisions. You're going to want to stick around and find out with Pat about what other documents can come in handy for your estate planning. We'll get into that in just a moment. We'll be right back. You're listening to Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby on the Retirement News Network. We're back. Thank you for joining us today on Save Your Retirement. I'm your host, Jen Rizak, with the Retirement News Network. I've been here today with Pat Struby. Pat's the author of the book, Save Your Retirement, same name as the show. He is also the founder of Preservation Specialists, and I'm glad to have him here today as we talk about wills, beneficiaries, all of the important elements of a well-coordinated estate plan. If you have questions for Pat as we continue through this last part of the show, here's the number that you want to call today to reach Pat and the team at Preservation Specialists, 803-454-9045. 
One more time, that number is 803-454-9045. So, Pat, in addition to the things we have talked about today, wills, trusts, beneficiary designations, are there any other legal documents that we need to be considering? Yeah, Jen, I think um, we've spent a good amount of time talking about those items, and I think they're really important because we see if you make a mistake on those types of things, it can be devastating. It could cause family problems. It could cause taxes of tens or even hundreds of thousands of dollars, depending on the size of your estate. So we really wanted to dig into that. But really, all we've talked about thus far is what happens when you pass away. Now, I'm not an attorney again, so we always have to have that disclaimer. That's right. Um, One more time. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, you know, we've seen all kinds of of difficult situations. And certainly if someone passes away, there's a lot of things that can come up. But also if you have a serious illness or become incapacitated, that's where where estate planning legal documents can be really valuable. And that's why I often encourage, I, I would say probably, Jen, the most common situation that I find out about when we're taking on a new client would be someone who says, I have a will. It was done after our first child was born and they're 30 now. You know, for something like that. <laughs> right. um, so it's, you know, it's got cobwebs on it and those types of things. Well, that's better than nothing. Uh, but probably what happened was they went to whatever the local lawyer was or whoever did their real estate closing and they did a will and it's fine, but they don't have anything else. So when you are retirement planning and you're looking at doing a will, if you choose to use an attorney to have their guidance, they're also a good estate planning attorney is going to recommend these other items too. So let's, let's dig into these quickly. One would be uh, a lot of people have probably heard of a durable power of attorney. There's a couple different names for each of these items. So I'm going to kind of use the ones that I normally use. I would call that a durable financial power of attorney. So this is a document that says you are injured or incapacitated. You cannot sign for yourself. Who would you trust in handling your finances? Uh, Whether that be for a day or a month or months or a long period of time Mm -hmm. uh, if you're still living but unable to do it for yourself. Uh, If you're married, for most people, you name each other. Uh, That's the easy part. Uh, And then after that, it can be difficult to make those choices. Um, Do you have a child that you feel confident, a grown child, you feel confident in them handling it? Most often, uh, people will use uh, a family member if they can, but uh, sometimes that's not appropriate. Sometimes people don't have anyone there, so it might be a good friend as an example. Uh, So that'd be the first one. The second one uh, would be a healthcare durable power attorney, or I uh, sometimes heard that called a healthcare proxy. So really the same idea, but rather than dealing with your finances, someone that can sign off on healthcare decisions. You can imagine that's very important because we're talking about a situation where you are incapacitated and you can't make these decisions for yourself. So uh, you want someone that you feel will have the same beliefs that you do as far as how your healthcare will be taken care of. So uh, you may have, we have some people who name the exact same people as their healthcare power attorney and finance power attorney, or you may have someone totally different. Uh, When my wife and I went through this, we listed mostly the same people, but maybe in a little bit different order. Uh, you know, just depending on the relationship, depending on even location, you know, who lives closer is, is right. a consideration as well. Okay. So that's that's an item. Something that's very similar to that, but it is different would be an advanced healthcare directive, or uh, I often just call it a living will. Uh, so that deals in, with healthcare, but that's actually a different document that deals with end of life decisions. Uh, very important uh, because my wife is a nurse. Uh, she can tell you if they don't have direction, then they have set rules they have to follow. And those set rules may not be what you want. Uh, and Jen, you know, I, I hate to laugh about this, but we talked to it earlier in the show about how it's not fun to think about dying. Well, it's definitely not fun to think about end of life, right? Mm, yeah. Uh, so yeah. This, this is an easy one to procrastinate, but it's important. Uh, just having it, you know, bite the bullet, do it once, uh, make sure you've got it the way you want it, then you don't have to worry about it anymore. And then the last thing I would mention is some type of uh, letter of intent is a good idea. An attorney can help you do that. Your planner can help you do that. Basically, to your executor or to your trustee, just outlining what your expectations are. Just something more personal. Uh, details may, may include uh, what you want for your funeral. If you say, hey, you know, I want a cardboard box. Don't you dare, you know, buy the, the gold-plated <laughs> thing or something like that. You know, I mean, the family wants to know if you care, right? Yeah. <laughs> Especially if you it's want true. the cheap stuff. So those are the kinds of things we often encourage also having an, uh, just a letter that says, here is my planner. If you have a planner, make sure there's something there that's kind of with all these legal documents so that they know if something happens to you, oh, this you know, our clients know right. uh, if something happens to them, their kids can call Pat's office and say, hey, uh, mom, you know, it had a fall. This is going on. What do we do? And if we have those documents on file, then we can talk with them and help them figure out, you know, okay, I know the bank account's here. You know, if, if we need to pull fund, we're getting this much money from this IRA each month and these types of things, that could be a huge benefit mm-hmm. to your family. 
Yeah. So clearly, Pat, there's a lot of designations to go through here for some of these other documents. But, you know, that was a a big list you just went through. At the very least, at the very least, every adult should have what? Jen, I would say I'm going to cheat. I'm going to to add two things. Okay, that's fine. (laughs) Every every adult should have at least a simple will, which could be done on your own with a kit, which is very inexpensive, and they should have beneficiaries on their investment accounts. Both of those are very simple and very straightforward. If you're working with a planner like us, we can help coordinate that, making sure that you're doing it the right way. If you are using a kit, sometimes uh, they recommend having two, three, four, five witnesses to it. We have enough people in the office where we can help with that for our clients. So uh, it's, it's an example of just one of those little things that we can help with. But that's where I would go with that. Uh, quite, it's a great question, Jen. That's kind of a starting point, an absolute must have. And again, you know, we've talked about how our lives are, are so busy, so complicated. We hope at Preservation Specialists, what we can do for you is help by taking care of some of these things for you, help guiding you, and then making sure you have that plan in place so you don't have to think about it. If you have your will done, if you have your power of attorney done, you have your beneficiaries done, if your life doesn't change, you don't have to worry about those things. So uh, let us help you take those things off your plate. Uh, If you're one of the first 10 people who call 803-454-9045 right now, you can work with one of our team's retirement planners who focus on retirement planning, retirement income, investing for retirement, generating income in retirement, and help you create a strategy based on your individual circumstances and goals. If you want certainty about your retirement plan and your estate plan, if you've saved at least $250,000 for retirement, be one of the first 10 callers right now at 803-454-9045 to get your customized retirement plan. Again, that number is 803-454-9045. Talking today with Pat Struby. He is the founder of Preservation Specialists. Pat, we've been talking about wills, beneficiaries, estate planning. Anything else you want to add on that topic today? Yeah, a couple thoughts uh, I would add on, Jen, and they really go together. One would be, as I mentioned earlier, as much as you're comfortable, communicate with your loved ones. Um, discuss your plans, your intentions, uh, your expectations with those that are closest to you. So hopefully there'd be no traumatic surprises uh, when you pass away. So you want to name an executor to lead the charge in wrapping up your estate. If you do have minor children, name guardians for them and name property guardians to manage your children's property. Uh, Have that all in order is step number one. And step number two is just have a plan. Uh, We talk all the time about the value of having a good retirement plan, and we've really focused today on one piece of that, which is the estate plan. So have that all in order. Make sure that it is in place and then periodically reviewed, and we just hope that gives you a tremendous peace of mind to know that it's not something on a day-to-day basis that you have to worry about. And Pat, as you just said, really, this is just one piece of the retirement planning puzzle. And, you know, we just focused today on wills, on estate planning, on that aspect of it. But you really do a lot more than that at Preservation Specialists. So we do have some time. Why don't you go over some of the other planning areas as well before we close out the show today? Yeah, we talk about five areas, Jen, that we think are all really valuable. And I will tell you, it is extraordinarily rare for someone to come in my office and for me to say, hey, what's on your mind? What brought you in? Uh, it would be very rare for someone to say, I really want to get a will set up or I really yeah, want to make sure my right. beneficiaries are right. You know, that's just not something we all wake up in the morning and think about. Uh, so what most people come to our office for primarily, Jen, is I'm worried about my portfolio. I am primarily in growth. I'm primarily in the stock market, whether I'm doing it myself, whether that's where my advisor or my broker has it, whether that's where it's been sitting in the, my 401k for decades. And the markets are at all time highs. Can that possibly continue? I'm getting close to retirement. I can't afford a big drop. That would be a very common one. Another one would be the opposite, which is I'm so worried about the markets are so high. I've had a bunch of money sitting in cash, not doing anything. What can I do? Uh, So those are kind of the investment side. And then maybe one of the biggest that we hear is I've been working my whole life. I've been accumulating this money. And then I'm really worried that when I retire, how do I turn that into income? How do I have a plan for that? So for most people, those are the two areas that we hear over and over and over again. Being smart about investments making the transition from growth into preservation and income as you get close to retirement. And then also just that income plan in general. How do I go from getting a paycheck every two weeks to suddenly just living off a nest egg? How the heck does that work? And it's one of the biggest changes of our lives, right? So those are probably the two biggest things. And then what we do, Jen, is 
If you uh, give us a call, ask us to put together that purpose-driven retirement plan, uh, what we're going to do is actually talk with you about all five areas. So we're going to hit on your retirement income plan. We're going to talk through that and make sure that you have a plan that's in order that's going to work for you. And that's going to involve your investments, of course. Uh, But also, we're going to talk to you about those other three areas. Uh, So the tax plan, what are we doing to reduce taxes now? Is there anything we can do to reduce taxes when you do retire? The second one, other than those first two, is your health care and your insurance plan, making sure you've got you know, at least basic health insurance. And then if there's nursing care along the way, what have we done to help minimize that risk for you? And then the last piece of all of that is what we've talked about today the whole time, which is the estate plan. Uh, do you have a will? Is a trust beneficial for you? Do you have beneficiaries on all of your different accounts? Have they been looked at in the last 10 or 20 or 30 years? All of those types of things. And so hopefully you can see, Jen, that all those things come together, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, we want to make Make sure your investments are set up the right way for you for your retirement plan. When we do that, uh, we have to figure out how you're going to generate income off of those investments, how we're going to keep the taxes low on that income, and then making sure the beneficiaries are set up properly so that they all go where they're supposed to go. So all of the different areas of the uh, those five areas of planning, they really fit together. We like to think of it as kind of like a jigsaw puzzle and all of them work together and we want to have that plan be seamless. So we believe if you're a good fit with preservation specialists, you have the same mindset of us that uh, you're not looking for someone that just picks an investment portfolio. You want someone who really is taking a comprehensive look at your plan. And that's something that we're going to help you develop and then help you manage that plan for many, many years to come. So our goal is to develop long-term relationships with our clients. That's what we love doing. And, and really, that's what we thrive on. We call ourselves comprehensive retirement planners. We thrive on helping people put their finances on track and knowing that they're right on track to accomplish what they want so they can really enjoy their retirement. So whether you're in need of a complete evaluation or just kind of a simple review, or if you just feel like it's time to get a fresh perspective on the retirement path you're on, the first step is to call 803-454-9045 for that purpose-driven retirement plan. This customized assessment will come directly from myself or one of our other retirement planners who focus on those five areas of retirement planning. Someone who has your best interests at heart and someone who can provide you with the insight into your entire income picture. The analysis is completely customized based on your circumstances, but it's limited to the first 10 callers on the show today. If you've saved at least $250,000 for retirement, call 803-454-9045 now to get this purpose-driven retirement plan. That's 803-454-9045. It never hurts to get a second opinion on your retirement plan. If you don't have one yet, it's not too late to get started. Remember, that purpose-driven retirement plan covers five areas. It gives you an income plan for your retirement, an investment plan to help you generate that income, a tax plan to help you keep as much as possible for yourself, a health care and insurance plan to protect you, and then an estate plan for all those reasons we talked about today. So again, call now for your purpose-driven retirement plan at 803-454-9045. You've been listening to Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby on the Retirement News Network. Securities offered through Kalos Capital Inc. and investment advisory services offered through Kalos Management Inc. Both at 11525 Parkwood Circle, Alpharetta, Georgia, 30005. Preservation Specialists LLC is not an affiliate or subsidiary of Kalos Capital Inc. or Kalos Management Inc.